This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. We're about to finish, with the help of the Almighty, the last Amur of Parak Mitzvah Chalitza, which is uh, a Parak Berachamim in Mesech de Yivamais. Okay, says the Holy Mishnah, Mitzvah Chalitza, what is the Mitzvah of Chalitza? Bahu! The Yevimtoi Lebezdin, he and his Yivama comes to the court. Now, what if he is a hundred years old and she is fourteen? That not a shidduch, right? Not a good shidduch. So they're going to give him aitsa. Uh, Maybe you shouldn't do yibum. You know, May, you don't want to marry someone that you're going to be uh, driving them to their high school graduation. So they advise him that this is not a good idea. To do uh, to do yibam, they give him an advice which is fitting for him. How do we know this? and the elders of his city call to him vidibru and they speak to him. I'm assuming the drasha comes to the word a love to him, meaning to his personal circumstance. and she says the following. My Yavam refuses to establish a name for his brother, Yisrael. He does not want to do Yibam. That is what she says. That's the Pasuk, uh, the first Pasuk in the Parsha of Okay, and he then says, I don't want to take her. They had to say this in the holy tongue in Hebrew. You can't take out an art scroll and read. I do not wanteth to taketh her, right? Or uh, you can't take out an English translation, you gotta say it in a, the original. And the Yavam will approach him to the eyes of the elders. And the Yavama will approach him in the eyes of the elders. The Cholza. So, in other words, Venigsha Yavimtai, his Yavama will approach him before the elders, they'll remove his shoe, she will spit before him. From there we learn, since it says, it has to be a spittle that is seen by the dayanim. It has to be apparent, it has to be seen. She will speak up and say, so should be done to a man, that does not build the house of his brother. Up to this point, they would dictate to her. So in other words, she's making two declarations. In the beginning, 
She says, The guy refuses to establish a name for his brother. He doesn't want to be Miyabimi. And then he, she says again, And that's the end of it. However, the last Pasuk is, V'nikra Shmai B'Yisrael, Beis Chalotzana. When a forkiness dictated under the the Eila tree, uh, what is what kind of a tree is this Eila tree? Um, an a, what kind of tree is an Eila tree? An Eila. The Gomer is called a Parsha. He finished the whole parsha. Rashi says, and the students that were sitting there before the Rebbe, he finished the entire parsha. And So the custom became that the Dayanim would dictate the whole parsha, even the final psukim. Okay? Meaning, the, the last pasuk is, which is presumably is just a report of what uh, should be done, but not that anybody has to say that. But Rav Horkinus uh, started that practice and uh, it never stopped. Okay, so the, the Mishnah, Mitzvah B'dayanin. It's a mitzvah among the, um, the judges to say these psukim, V'nikr Shmai V'Yisrael, in other words, this recitation, is a mitzvah on the judges, it's not a mitzvah on the students who sit before the judges. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, It's a mitzvah uh, for all those who stand there to say, to say, that uh, this person's shoe has been removed. So it's not only mitzvah on the Dayanam, according to Rabbi it's a mitzvah on all the bystanders. Okay. Amar Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda said, Mitzvah's chalitza, what's the mitzvah of chalitza? Kaira. First she reads psukim. The kaira, then he reads psukim. The chaylat says, then we remove his shoe. The raikuga, then she spits. The kaira, and she reads. So she's reading beginning and end, then he re- she reads, he reads, she removes, she spits, she reads again. Says Gemara, no kidding, that's what the Mishnah says. Why is Rabbi Huda repeating the Mishnah? Nothing is added, he, he's just sort of uh, summarizing what the Mishnah says. Says the Gemara, yeah, there's a Chiddush, a Kamashalan mitzvah hachi. The Chiddush is, this is the mitzvah, but vi apich leslanba. But if you flip it, there's no issue. When we says it's a mitzvah, meaning this is the preferred way, but if you don't do it this way, it's still good. Tanya Namiachi, we learned in a price like this as well. Bain Shehiktim Chalitza Lakika, whether the removal of the shoe preceded the spitting, or Bain Shehiktim Rakika Lachalitza, or the spitting preceded the Chalitza. Really, ideally, first you remove the shoe, then you spit. But whether the Chalitza Preceded the spitting, or if it was done the opposite, Masha Lamaisa, it is done. Now, Amar Abaye, Hayman de Makri get Chalitza, one who dictates 
the document of Chalitza in order to tell her what to say, we, to dictate to her what to say. Loi likri ledida, loi lechudei ve'avayabmim lechudei. Don't read the words, loi avayabmi, he doesn't want to do yibam. Don't read it, loi, he doesn't. Avayabmi, he wants to do yibam. If you pause between the loi and the avayabmi, then... Um, then it's going to sound like he does want to do Yibam. Um, Ella, rather, loy avayabni. He should say straight in one sentence, he doesn't want to do Yibam. Furthermore, v'loy likri lididei, do not read to him, don't dictate to him, loy l'chudei, no, chafatzti l'chudei, in other words, we say he says the words I don't want to take her. Don't read it. Loy, no. I want to take her. Say it in one sentence. In other words, make sure you don't pause. Like Yaakov Avinu, um, the father said, uh, "Are you Esav? Ani, Esav b'chayracha. I am. I am I." And by the way, Dad, I have a very interesting piece of information to tell you. Esav b'charecha, Esav is the firstborn. So it's all about the pause. Um, did you do homework? Of course I did homework. Meaning, of course, there's not a chance I did anything. And then you said homework as an idea, a general idea, a concept that exists in the world. So, you know, pauses could change the entire meaning of a statement. So you can't pause between the loy and the chafatzti. In fact, it's interesting, the Zayar HaKadosh says that in Aser Sadebrois it says, loy signoiv, loy sinaf, loy... There's actually a comma between the loy and the signoiv, and loy and the sirtzach. Loy signoiv, loy sinaf. There's a tipcha. The Zohar says the world stands on that tipcha. Because if it would say, don't steal, you'd never be allowed to steal. But now that it says, don't, and it says steal, sometimes you're allowed to steal. You're allowed to trick your Rebbe. Let's say your Rebbe is not explaining things well, maybe because he doesn't like you. So you want to you wanna butter up the Rebbe, so the Rebbe should like you, so he should explain things better. This is what the Zohar says. I'm not, not, no literary license over here. The Zohar says there are cases you're allowed to steal, and cases you're allowed to commit adultery, and com- cases you're allowed to rob. That's the Zayah. In other words, when a person's wife is mutter, then certain things are mutter. When uh, Bezdin's allowed to kill. So the world stands on the pause. So you have to make sure you don't pause over here. Says the Gemara, Rava Amar Rava says, give me a break. Avsuke milsahi. It's just a pause. Avsuke milsahi A pause is nothing. It doesn't change the meaning. So Rava says, you could say, Loi avayabmi. And you could say, Loi chafatzi lekachta. Says the Gemara, Rav Ashi, Ashkechel Rav Kahana, Rav Ashi found, Rav Kahana, the Kometzta'er, he was taking great pains, Umikri, and he was dictating, Loi avayabmi. He doesn't want to do 
Yibum to me. And he made sure to say it in one sentence. Amalei. So he said to him, Ravashi found Rav Kahanis. Ravashi said, Don't you hold like Rava said that a pause is really not vital, is not, is not a problem. Amalei. Rav Kahana said, Moida Rava Baloyafa Yabmi. Rava would be Moida. By Loyafa Yabmi. That it is a problem. Mm-hmm. Why? Rava would agree by Loyafa Yabmi that you can't interrupt. Because if you interrupt, it's mashma that it's going back, the loy is going back on the resha. My husband, my yavam, refuses to establish a name. No! He doesn't refuse. He wants me yabim. Meaning, by loy yabmi, the pause is a problem. But by loy chafatsi lekachta, which is the beginning of his drasha, then there's no other way to read it other than loy chafatsi lakachta. He doesn't want to take me. Even if you pause and say loy, there's nothing for that loy to be going back on because that's the first thing he said. By loy avayavmi, the loy could be going back on the previous words, mayain yevami lahakim laachiv shame be Yisrael. Okay, fine. Weiter gegangen. Amra Bayi, Haiman the Kos of Gita the Chalitza, the one who writes the document of Chalitza, Lichtoiv Hachi, should write as follows. Now here's the issue. There's a potential problem that if a document does not have sirtut, etching, scoring, then you're not to write psukim on it. There's a din that when you write psukim, the lines have to be etched. It's interesting, I once saw Rev, uh, I think Rev Malkil Cutler, when he writes a haskama for a sefer, and he quotes psukim in the haskama, he underlines the psukim. And it's based on this idea that you're not allowed to write more than either four words of a Pasuk or three words of a Pasuk if it's not lined. Now, for us, it's not, a, not an issue because we're not writing a Sefer Torah, we don't have a regular pen, we're not writing on parchment, so it's really academic. But if you would be writing on parchment with the cloth and, and diyoy, you're not allowed to write more than three or four le- uh, words of a Pasuk if you don't line the paper. So the question is, if you're writing the document of Chalitza, and you're writing words of the Torah, so it's not necessarily lined. So what do you do? You could basically say, we said to her from this word till that word, and he said from this word to that word, and without quoting the whole Pasuk, we basically reference uh, words in the Pasuk. So the Gemara says... Abai said, this person who writes a get of Chalitza, Lichtoiv Hachi, should write as follows. Akrinuha ledida min mein yivami aravayabmi. Abai said, one who writes a get 
of Chalitza, he should write as follows. Abai says, someone who writes a get of Chalitza, he should write, we dictated to her from Meyen Yevami. That's the first thing we dictate. Ad Avoyavmi, till the end of the Pasuk. This way we're not writing more than two words at a time. Vrak Renuhu, and we dictated to him, Ladidei Min Loi, from Loi Chavatsi, until Lakachta. Vrak Renuhu, Ladidei, and then we dictated to her, Min Kacha, Kacha says, As Shaloi Banez Deis Achiv, Amin Kach Ve'ad Chalot Sanal. So basically, we don't say more than two words at a time. Marzutra Masartate, because of the parasha, Mar- Marzutra just made lines, and he said, he d- uh, and he wrote the whole parasha. Maskafla Marbaridi, Marbaridi said, even if you make lines, the halacha is, you're not allowed to write just random sukkim of a Torah to learn from. Unless you're writing a whole sefer, there's a din that when you're writing Torah, you have to write a whole sefer. You can't just write on ink and parchment part of a sefer. So the Gemara says, "No, the is like because it's not like writing a Megillah to learn from. Because there you're trying to write it as Torah. So whenever you try to write something as Torah, you have to write the whole thing. Mashein Kain. Mashiach um, in a document of Chalitza is uh, merely a document of Chalitza. It's not a document of Torah, so therefore there's no problem writing a few psukim. Okay. Amar Abaye, let's say she spit v'kaltas ha'ruch, and the, the wind sort of received it. And then rejected. it. She spit, and the wind came and blew it back. She didn't do anything. My time of We need her to spit before him. Hilkach, therefore, who aruch? If he's tall, he goots, and she's short. So she's short, and she's spitting. If the if the wind receives the spittle, and it sort of lifts up the spit above her head. But it doesn't go forward, it's still considered before him because his head is taller than hers. So Ika Bafanov, that's considered before him. He Aruka, if she's tall, the who goats and he's short, and the wind intercepts it. But we need it to reach his face. Vahadar Azal, and then it could go back. Amarava, Akhla Tuma, let's say she ate garlic. Viraksa and she spit. In other words, the, the spittle, let's say, was engendered by the, uh, the, the spittle was engendered by garlic. Achla gargishta viraksa. Let's say she ate uh, a clod of earth. And that's why she spit. That's not called spitting. She didn't do anything. My time up. We need her to spit on her own. Vileka, we don't have it. Vamar Rava Rava said, Tsricha Dayone Lemechse Roika. The Dayanum need to see the spit. Kinafat mi puma divama. When it comes out of the mouth of the Ivama. Dhsiv, like it says, Laene Hazakenim Viarka. It says in the Pasuk, 
It says, she will stand up in the, before the eyes of the elders. And then it says, Viyarka. So that indicates that, that uh, the spittle has to be in front of the Zekenim. Now, the, the Gemara continues, V'nikra Shemai B'Yisroh Beis Chalot Hanal Mitzvah B'Dayonin V'loi B'Tamidim The Mitzvah is in the Dayonim and not in the Tamidim. Tanya, Amra B'Yudah, Yudah said, Pamachas Hayinu Yoishim L'Thnei Rab Tarfain One time we were singing before of Tarfain. Now Rabbi Yudah said, everyone has to say the Pasuk. U'basu Yivama Lachatz, Yivama came to do Chalitza. V'amar Lanu And he said to us, Anu Kulchem Chalot Hanal, Chalot Hanal, Chalot Hanal one time we were standing for Rav Tarfain, says Rabbi Huda, who is the final Tana in the Mishnah. Rabbi Huda says it's mitzvah kala oim We're standing for Rav Tarfain, and he said, everyone answer, chalot sanal, chalot sanal, chalot sanal, three times. Three times. So even though the Mishnah says one time, but this b'raisa brings that there's an Indian of saying it three times. Hadron Allah mitzvahs chalitza. Now we're, we have the zuchos to have Rabbi Isaac on the line, who is a good friend of mine. And now that we finish the parak, Rabbi Isaac, who is a Holocaust survivor, he's going to give us all a bracha. Rabbi Isaac, you're now a co-host. Were you ever a co-host before? You're on mute. No, I'm on mute. I have some poem. I have a safer from a friend of mine from Poland yet. Which uh uh daughter married to a uh to a Rosh Hashiva in Karen Biavna. Um his name is Kalman Bayer. And his father started a book Thousand Years of the Gesta Chachumim. And I have this book from him. His father started it, and and he, he finished it. If you're interested, I will give it a, a letter to you. If you're interested. Thank you very much. Give us a bracha. We just finished the parak. Okay. I told you that God said to Avon, whoever blesses you will be blessed. So you think about me, and, I, and you automatically are blessed. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. Shkoyach. Thank you for coming. It's an honor to have you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.